From the Pro Voice Guy Studios in San Antonio, Texas, welcome to another edition of the Pro Voice Guy Podcast. I'm Will Rice, and today on episode 13, I'll be sharing some tips about how you can sound better on your podcast. Today, it won't be about gear or software. Instead, I'll share some techniques to improve the quality of your own voice before it even hits the microphone. Pro Voice Guy Podcast, the podcast about podcasts, plus a few extras about audio, social media, marketing tech, and other stuff. How can you sound great on your own podcast? Practice. Like it or not, if you're the host of your podcast, you are the voice talent. I've shared before that you don't have to have a great voice to have a great podcast. Podcasting is a chance to share your voice. Your voice works perfectly for your content. So forget about what people sound like when they're selling cars or telling you about new movies. You just be you. What I do want to do is help you be the best you possible. I've picked up some tips through the years using my voice professionally that can help you sound even better on your podcast. The nice thing is none of these are extraordinarily difficult and they don't require years of training. Sounding better on your own podcast tip one. Stay hydrated. Now, this first tip is something your doctor will tell you to do anyway. So, even if you throw in the towel on podcasting, which I hope you don't, you should keep doing this. But here is why it is essential for you as a podcast host to stay hydrated. It will make you sound better. First of all, if you're dehydrated, it is going to make it tough to talk for very long. Even if your podcast is only five minutes long, that's a long time to speak without interruption. That's especially true if you're a little nervous, which many people are sitting in front of a microphone for the first few hundred times. Second is a term that may be new to you, mouth clicks. You might not even know until you sit in front of a decent microphone for the first time, but our mouths make a lot of noise other than the words that come out. We make pops, whistles, and most annoyingly, clicks. You might not even know what they are until you hear them. They sound like small clicks or pops on your recording. You might mistake them for a digital glitch. An occasional mouth click can sometimes be edited out with your audio software, but if they're happening all the time, it can make your podcast difficult to edit and maybe even difficult to listen to. The best way to avoid mouth clicks is to stay hydrated. They tend to happen when our mouth is dry, which is often a sign of our body being dry, dehydration. Drinking a glass of water just before you begin or on a break won't cut it. You need to get that water into your body early enough for your whole body to become hydrated. So the best bet is to make sure you're drinking plenty of water all the time. In a pinch, when you find yourself dehydrated and clicky but still need to record, eating a green apple will often help. The acid in the apple can break up the effects of your dry mouth and keep you sounding clear, at least for a little while. Excuse me while I have a bite of my apple. Sounding better on your own podcast, tip two. Breathe. I hope you're already breathing regularly. But most people don't think of the impact breathing has on sound. If you're recording something longer than a few seconds in length, you are going to need to inhale. And that is perfectly okay. But you don't want that inhale to be so pronounced that it is distracting. Breath control is a skill voice artists need to master. Getting better at it can make podcasters sound better and more professional. 
for the most part, for podcasters, this is just about getting a little bit more control of your breathing. If when listening back to your show, you hear a lot of big inhales, you may need to practice just a little bit. Practice taking more air into your lungs and practice paying attention to how much air is coming out of your lungs. This will help you go longer without taking a breath. Master the short inhale. Sometimes when you're speaking a long phrase, you can't make it all the way through without taking a breath. Instead of stopping for a big inhale, you may find that you can take a quick short breath to carry yourself to a natural pause. Here's another one. Have a clear path for your air. Check your posture, especially your neck position. You may find that you are unknowingly constricting your airway, limiting the air that is going out and coming in, and creating more breathing noise than necessary. Inhale with less sound. By doing all of these things, you should find that you won't be quite so desperate to take a breath. This will allow you to focus on making your inhale a little quieter. You can also improve this with just plain practice. Some of these next tips will help you cut down the sound even more. Sounding better on your own podcast, tip three, watch your mic position. The short answer to the question, where should my mic be, is in front of your mouth. Of course, it's more nuanced than that. In general, hold your hand out in front of you, spread your fingers wide, then turn your hand so that your thumb is right in front of your mouth and your pinky finger is nearly touching the mic. That should be just about right. Too close and the mic will likely pick up more mouth sounds than necessary. Too far and you'll pick up more room noise than necessary. And that is especially problematic if your recording space is less than desirable. Distance isn't the only factor. Especially if you are using a condenser microphone, your precise location in relation to the microphone can change the sound it reproduces. With my Sennheiser MK4 here in the studio, most of the time I try to speak about a hand's distance away and just over the top of the mic. This captures the resonance of my voice while missing some of the mouth sounds I might not like. Sometimes if I don't like the sound, I'll back off just a little bit. And other times if I want to get a more intimate sound, I will cut the distance in half and get right up on the mic. Once you get comfortable with your mic, it is okay to move a little bit. If I need to take a big breath, I will pull back a little bit from the microphone. If I need to emphasize a word with a P at the beginning, I'll turn my head just a little bit so it doesn't pop right into the mic. Sounding better on your own podcast, tip four. Tongue twisters. She sells seashells on the seashore. The shells that she sells are seashells, I'm sure. So if she sells, she se <laughs> So if she's... So if she sells so if she sells seashells on the seashore, I'm sure that the shells are seashore shells. Yes, tongue twisters. These are one of the best ways to warm up before recording as they will stretch out all of the muscles in your face you need to speak clearly. Getting adequately warmed up will also keep you from tripping over your words. This also can help you with reducing some mouth noises, especially pops and sibilants. Try reading the one about Peter Piper and his peppers right in front of your mic. Then practice an experiment with mic positioning until you don't hear any pops. That was kind of hard to say. Practicing with tongue twisters will also improve your diction and just make you more comfortable behind the microphone. Sounding better on your own podcast, tip four, listen. 
Listening back to your podcast audio will reveal ways to make you sound better. One of the best ways to improve your vocal quality is simply to listen back to your work. Many new podcasters hate this part, and you are not alone if you don't like the sound of your own voice when playing back a recording. It has something to do with the fact that when we are talking normally, we hear our voices both the usual way, through the sound waves in the air, and also through the vibrations that are created in our head. So we sound different when we aren't talking. There's also this psychological factor. We don't listen all that carefully to our voice when we're talking because we're thinking about what we're saying. And hearing our voice disembodied on a recording can feel weird. So don't feel bad. But if we want to present the best version of our voice, we need to just put that aside for a bit. We need to find a way to listen critically but not in a way that makes us want to give up podcasting altogether. For what we're talking about today, we want to listen to anything that distracts from our content. Some of the things to listen for, some of which I've mentioned earlier, are pops, clicks, whistles, smacks, big breaths, rustling paper, room noise, buzzes, microphone adjustment noises, jangling jewelry, and even noisy clothing. And that doesn't even mention the leaf blower your neighbor might be using. Of course, you might be able to use your software to get rid of some of these. You could also drown them out with a music bed. But the best and easiest plan is to try to eliminate them in the first place. Listen to your audio with a critical ear. Listen for trouble. And then go back over the tips to see if you can get rid of some of that extra sound. Your podcast will sound even better in no time. And don't forget to keep listening on a regular basis because you never know when some new noise will creep in. I recently got a new desk, and I moved where my headphone jack was, and I, I heard this odd noise, and just the way I had changed it around, my headphone cable was smacking into my desk, and I didn't notice till I listened back. That's it for this episode of the Pro Voice Guy podcast. This show is produced on a Mac using Adobe Audition software. You can learn more about everything I talked about today on my blog at provoiceguy.net. If your podcast needs a professional intro or outro, or you're looking for voice talent for an explainer video, commercial, corporate video, or anything else, check out my website at provoiceguy.net. If you have questions, feel free to reach out at provoiceguy at gmail.com or find me on Twitter or Instagram at provoiceguy. <laughs>